Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stays in the Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Cooper, and joining me today is... Oh no. This is going to make sense. Alright. They don't ever make sense. I was going to make it cool, but now it's not cool. But it wasn't going to be cool. It was going to be like, Superman Cooper. Why didn't you say that? Because it wasn't cool. It's cooler than 90% of the fake names that you give. It sounded like... It sounded like Superman... But that's what it was based on. It was like gonna be like Supuru Man because it's like in Japanese it's Ultura uh, or Ulturu Man. What's wrong with it? Why didn't you say that? It just sounded too much like Superman. And then I thought, you were oh my god, joining me. me today is Solomon Cooper. Hey guys. Couldn't even get his fake name right, and he finally came had one that was cool. Uh, today we're going to be discussing the latest Toho film. Ultraman, Shin Ultraman. Ooh. Yes, this movie, uh, if you're not familiar with Ultraman, is a continuation of the surprise Ultraman series. Uh, yeah, you know, I was, I was losing that thread there. Very popular in Japan and for some folks in the United States. He is a enormous, I don't know, 50, 100 foot tall. 1,500 foot tall? Is it 50 or 100 foot tall? I don't know. Oh, okay. <coughs> yes, Pardon he's me. He's a silver, silver giant man, giant robot man. Um, so for those of you who saw Shin Godzilla, this will be quite a treat because this movie actually acts as a direct sequel to Shin Godzilla. It does. It doesn't take like five minutes after it. It kind of shows, but it does show like what has happened. Yeah, it shows since. like what's been happening since Shin Godzilla. It's a very weird opening credit scene this movie has um, because it starts off by showing a bunch of stuff from Shin Godzilla. So I actually thought it was just a trailer for Shin Godzilla, and then it says Shin Godzilla, and then that goes away and it says Shin Ultraman. Yeah, like it like like cuts over it or something or pastes over it. Yeah, it was very it was very odd. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it was fun. So it did help me understand that this was a sequel. I don't think that we discussed have ever discussed Shin Godzilla. No, I think it came out before we started doing this. Yeah. So I, I'm not gonna go heavily into into what Shin Godzilla is about, but essentially, I hope not. It's a it's it's essentially another Godzilla origin story, right? Mm -hmm. They just but really good. It's it's well, the original Godzilla is really good too. Well, um, another one of just. So yeah, Godzilla comes out of the water, and this and, and Shin Godzilla, he's like in his larval form, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's still called caused by I think radiation, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Um, but essentially, he comes out of the water in his, in his larval in his larval form, starts wreaking havoc, and then he kind of freezes, and then he mutates, wreaks some more havoc, and then freezes again, mutates some more, wreaks havoc, and the movie plays as a political satire really where it's showing how dysfunctional bureaucracies and governments can be, but then also how powerful and amazing they can be when they all come together. 
But it is really funny whenever you watch all these politicians, they'll be like, well, it's not my responsibility. Uh, ask Parks and Wildlife. You know, they should be handling this. Um, it's a very, I, I wouldn't say very adult in the sense that it's like rated R or anything, but it's a its a smart, um, adult-minded Godzilla movie. And yes. for a direct sequel, sequel, Ultraman is not like that. This no, is not, a movie not at all. Yeah, this is a movie I would say heavily geared for the the younger the folks. The opposite of an adult mind. Um I mean it's not a, that it it's won't. not that it, yeah, it's not that it's stupid. No. But I it's know. it's definitely kiddier. I will say for a kid friendly movie, um it's there's a lot of explanation of Ultraman's origin mm-hmm. and it gets really talky in the back half. Not sure if that's the best fit, but we actually took a small child with us. We just grabbed one off the street. Um, he you was know, screaming. His mom called the police, but I was like, he has to see this Ultraman movie um, because we needed to see if it would work. And the kid had to watch the movie with no subtitles. I mean, with subtitles. Yep. Um, and I mean, my my father was translating it for him. He was like, the big monster's attacking. <laughs> what are we going to do? Sure, uh, but but uh, the kid seemed uh, entertained the whole time. It's the random so, child. So I guess seem entertained. So I guess that uh, I guess maybe I'm wrong about maybe I just wasn't interested in what they were talking about. Maybe um, maybe he couldn't maybe he couldn't feel bored because he couldn't understand the words. I guess. Yeah, maybe he was just like, "Wow, this is a new language that I don't know." I I just realized we haven't told anybody what this movie's about, so maybe you should uh, give a, a a plot synopsis. We need a we need a button for that one. It'll just be like, <laughs> no, I was gonna try and do that thing that Ricky Gervais does, where he's <laughs> like, "Ooh, fancy that plot synopsis!" Oh, don't do that! Don't do that, please. No, we're gonna do that every time now. I don't like when people tell me what I can't do. Okay. Um. So this movie is about honestly this how hard could this be? It's just Ultraman fighting uh S class beasts. Kaiju. Um and it's like that that's literally it, I feel like. like nope. What else is happening? It's not the plot. It's not the plot. Mm-mm. Some monsters are attacking and then out of the blue, a big silver robot uh, man no, comes. That's not a synopsis either. Now you're just describing the whole plot of the movie. What? What? I can't just... I, dude, I gave you a very simple version, and I'm giving you a, a more thorough version, and you don't like either of them. I don't know what to so tell So the first half of the movie is just him fighting a bunch of kaiju. Mm-hmm. It's also the best part of the movie. It's the most fun part. They're really creatively designed. There's They're really fun. kaiju in uh, And if you like classic and like not CGI... American Godzilla King Kong movies. Um, this is classic people in suits, but now augmented with some CGI. But so, it's so subtle you can't really they, you can't really tell. Yeah, uh, unless they're shooting laser beams or whatever. Give it to the plot synopsis. Um, I'm not going to try and give a plot synopsis. I'm just saying you skip the whole plot. That's not the plot of the movie. That's the beginning. Then the plot really kicks in, which is that an alien. From another planet mm-hmm. is trying to steal Ultraman's powers so he can take over Earth. And then 
another alien from Ultraman's home planet basically wants Ultraman to come home so they can destroy the Earth because humans are not living up to their potential. So it's just about Ultraman stopping the people from destroying the Earth? I mean... So Ultraman saves Earth. You said he just fights a bunch of kaiju. That's not the plot of the movie. Also, we find out that Ultraman, Ultraman is a alien entity that merged with a human who was like sacrificing his life for somebody else, like a really noble human. Mm -hmm. And he merged his being or whatever with that guy's body to save him from dying because he was dead. Mm -hmm. Um, So now he's a half human, half alien who loves earth. Yep. Yep. Um, So yeah, where, where do we start with this movie? Um, well, you already talked about the part that I wanted to talk about, which is all the cool kaiju. Should we should we throw out a bit list of names of people that no one's going to know that directed and wrote and starred in this movie? Um, I can do the starred, but uh, I don't know about directed and wrote. Well, I think I have it pulled up. Yeah, yeah, it was directed by Shinji Huguchi, and uh, the screenplay is by Hideki Anno, who I think wrote Shin Godzilla. Awesome, and. This, the people who star in this movie. <laughs> You're not going to even know who they starred as. Um, they, uh, wait. I can't, is the bolded name who they play? Oh my God. Yes. Okay. So they played, uh, or Shinji Kaminaga played Takumi Saito. And then Hiroko Asami played Masami Nagasawa. <clears throat> See how meaningless that was? I knew it was going to be meaningless to the audience. Uh, you don't know that they. I bet they're all. They have a round of applause right now. Um. So, yeah. Why don't Why don't you start? Why don't you Where? start and just give us your thoughts about this movie? Well, this movie was quite fun, I'd say. Um, but I had two problems whenever I was watching this movie. One of which was a no. Both of them were personal problems. That happened externally from the movie. What is that? Um, one of them Tell was... Tell us about these problems that you're having. Well, one of them was I was bored at the end. And two, I had to go to the bathroom. How is the second one about being bored at external problem from the movie? Because it wasn't boring. I was just bored myself. Of just being alive? <laughs> yeah. I went to the movie theater and I was just like, yeah, I'm just too bored of being alive to watch this movie. Maybe it's because you had to go to the bathroom so you couldn't focus on the movie. That's probably more like it. I think I think my brain was just trying to escape the pain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the parts that I got to watch and enjoy, I think um, overall was a good time. What do you mean the parts that you got to watch? You watched the whole movie. Until I had to leave to go to the bathroom. Oh, did you leave in the movie? I don't remember. I did. Didn't even notice you were gone. Oh, Yeah. I, did, I, feel, I felt a weight off my shoulders and like an evil presence had left the theater, but I didn't realize that you had gone to the bathroom. <laughs> That's really nice of you, Father. Um, well, that wasn't very um, specific. Yep. But you try to you try to you try to make me be the specific one. And that's your job. I would say that I found the movie very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. I mean, Shin Godzilla is one of my favorite Godzilla movies, and it's, that which means then by proxy, it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, you seen Shin Godzilla, right? Yes, I loved it. Did you see it at the movie theater when we saw it? Yes. Saw it twice, I think. Uh, Not at the movie theater. Also, Godzilla has a lot of nostalgia for me. I've grown up watching those movies. 
So I know God music, God, God music, Godzilla's like music cues. Uh, I know, God music. I know all the little Easter eggs that you find in a Godzilla movie. Yeah, let's let's. That's what we should do. <clears throat> let's talk about the your history with Godzilla. No, oh, we're talking about Shin or Ultraman. Ultraman. What's your history with Ultraman? Zero. You haven't like seen any of the. Anime I've seen Godzilla the... versus Ultraman. Was that good? No. Is that the one whenever... Ult- I mean, it's fun. Is that the one with Ultraman that like, fights that little underground guy? I honestly cannot remember. There's so many of them. Oh. Well, I think I think we watched that together. It's really old. Yeah, it was old. Yeah. But it was fun. Um. Anyway, I'm just trying to say that Ultraman does not have the same kind of nostalgia for me. I've never seen an Ultraman movie before. So when Ultraman's music comes in, I could tell when I was supposed to be getting goosebumps but I wasn't feeling anything because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so that that was tricky. Okay. Also, the the satire in Shin Godzilla is so much sharper and more pointed, whereas because this is geared at kids, the satire is a little bit sillier. There's not. It's not that there's. It's not a heavily satirical movie, but they do have a little bit of the government agency stuff, just not very much, and it's more used as like a stylistic choice than it satirical choice but they do have little things of like kids always on their phones and they're all like making up things about which kaiju they like more if they like ultraman or if they think he's hot you know what i mean yeah there's a couple of little jabs that um modern culture but other than that it's it's more of a silly adventure action adventure movie yes i agree um i concur yeah so Let's go ahead and take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll finish our discussion of uh, Shin Ultraman. Oh. And, and now, now, a word, word from, from our sponsors. sponsors. Welcome back to the Kids Season the Podcast and our discussion of Shin Ultraman. So, yeah, what I was saying about uh, kind of the pace of the movie, I love the first half of the movie. And if the whole two-hour so movie would have been like that, it would have been one of my favorite movies i would have loved it uh like i said he fights all these different kaiju they're all really creative they're silly but in a fun way yeah there was two in the beginning right there wasn't like a bunch well it shows like a whole montage of all the kaiju they killed yeah but the the ones that we saw like him actually fighting yeah he fights that thing that eats electricity but was there another one that was a drill one or were they the same i can't remember well yeah, there was one that ate electricity, and that was really cool. And he was like destroying all the electric places. Yeah, and there was one that turned invisible. Was that the yeah. same one? That was him. Okay. And then there was a drill one. Right. There, was, there were two separate ones. Yeah. Yeah. And those are all really fun. Yeah. But then the movie keeps switching back and forth to the human characters. It wasn't as bad in this movie as it is in a lot of other movies. Like Shin Godzilla actually, I think, had the best human characters. Um, but characters. the human characters normally suck it's in a Godzilla movie. Them human characters. Why? Because like, uh, who are the other characters? Godzilla. Yeah, and the other kaiju. Okay. King Kong. They're all the characters. They're the better characters than the human characters. <laughs> okay. Just funny to me. I don't know why. Um. So, in this movie, they're not as they're not as good as in Shin Godzilla, but they're still better than most kaiju movies. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I mean, the American monster franchise like the Godzilla franchise the human characters are abysmal and they're played by incredibly talented actors that's that's bound to happen Godzilla destroy all monsters has the worst cast of characters gods and monsters is it called gods and monsters 
What do I call it? Destroy all monsters. Oh, that's a real Godzilla movie in Japan. But yes, I meant gods and monsters. Um, that the characters, the human characters in that are horrendous. Godzilla versus King Kong was really good though. The human characters are still not that good in that, but, but they're, they're better. better. Yeah, and it also was really cool. Um, I keep saying um a lot. I need to stop doing. Get that. out of the habit of that right now. So the back half of this movie is where it starts to bog down because it's a huge amount of exposition, and they do two bait and switches. They introduce two aliens, one of which I loved the design for. Which one? The guy with like that weird triangle head that looked like he had like a star field as a face. Yes. You know, was he like the first one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was really cool. But I can't even remember what his thing was. He wanted God he wanted Shin Godzilla no no Shin Godzilla. He wanted Ultraman's suit, right? Like his suit power. Maybe. Because Ultraman's suit is like powered by like some kind of energy. I can't remember what it's called, like something energy. It's from his planet, whatever his planet is. And he like pushes a little button that looks like yeah, a Yeah, it's called like the proton capsule or something like that. Yeah, and he pushes a button and it turns him into this giant robot monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, not monster, but whatever. Person. Essentially, though, it seems like everybody ends up being able to use it. So it seems like what it really does is make you big. But for some reason, his also gives you a suit. I don't really understand the lore. Well, it's because he's an alien who merged with the person. So whenever he presses it, it like he can't just it, like the alien part of him, I think, comes out into the normal. I'm sure it's like activating something. But when that other alien came to visit, he just looked like a man, didn't he? The other alien from his planet? Mm -hmm. He didn't look like an Ultraman. He turned himself into that, but that's not what he actually looks like. Oh, did you say that? I watched him turn out of it. But that doesn't mean that's not what he actually looks like. He doesn't actually look like a normal human. Why would you say that? Because he's an alien. And I <laughs> saw him not be a human anymore. Oh, but he just turned into another Ultraman guy when he got big. Did he turn into something else when he was small? It looks like an alien that I'm forgetting. I don't know. Anyway, so the first the first guy, there's they introduce already an alien, and then they introduce us to Ultraman. That agent guy is now Ultraman. Mm -hmm. And then they bring in another alien who turns out to be bad. So it's kind of like a it's the movie works really well as like a little episodic thing. Like if it would have been like a three episode miniseries, I think it would have worked a lot better. Mm -hmm. Because the first episode is just him fighting the kaiju the second episode is this monster this alien comes down and he's trying to get ultraman's suit or powers and the third episode the finale would be an alien from ultraman's planet comes to try and get him to come home but tell him he's going to kill earth because the humans are too violent or whatever mm -hmm. the problem is it the last two episodes come the last two chapters feel very felt very repetitive to me an alien comes down seems really reasonable all he's asking for is this thing. Turns out to be bad. He also seems like he's trying to help. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Trying, he's trying to help and it turns out to be bad. And then the second, then the next, very next act, nest act. The very next act is another alien coming down, pretending to be nice. Yeah. But really going to kill. You know what I mean? I, I know. Um, I fell asleep, dad. I, that's why. Oh gosh. That's so rude. I didn't think it was, I didn't, I didn't think it was boring. I just thought it was repetitive. Also, um, I didn't love what the, it's a fun idea for a plot, but I didn't love it because we already know where it's going to go. And that is in the middle act, the second alien, I can't remember his name is, but his big thing that he does is he makes all these mirages of Ultraman. Oh yeah. Attacking. That was cool. The cities. So he's trying to trick the government into labeling Ultraman as bad in order to get Ultraman to like give him his suit, I guess. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I feel like he could have taken his suit at any time. So what was he trying to do? I thought he said he was trying to destroy Earth. Because his, he had he had the thing, 
and he mailed it away. Remember? I thought he was ma- mailing it away at the at the end. They throw it into that helicopter. He locked him. He do you okay? He was locked up in that place. Remember mm-hmm. that fully cement place? I remember it being fully cement. And that by that guy who kidnapped him, he obviously had the capsule, and then he ended up mailing it. Or he, he, no, he gave. So it to the, he mailed it. He gave it to that lady because she found him. Okay. No, maybe no, you're no. Right. She did. He did mail it in he the did, mail. I don't know how he did it, but he didn't. She did get it. She just found a random package, and then she was like, <gasps> and then she saved him. Okay. See, we obviously didn't really understand what was going on. I in this understood. Movie. You did not. Well, you haven't explained why he was making. What are you doing? I'm looking at my neck, and I feel like I have a really long neck. You like, do, like a giraffe. You have a long giraffe-like <laughs> neck. You evolve better because you can eat the leaves at the top of the trees. Oh, great! And then all the other people with shorter necks will starve to death. Because I can eat the leaves <laughs> at the top of the tree. That's why the giraffes evolved that way. Yes, Dad, I know, but there's no leaves. There's no leaves? There's no. There's obviously no benefit for me to eating leaves. It was a joke. <sighs> anyway, I don't know. I can't tell anybody in the audience why Shin Ultraman was, or why he was framing him to be bad. Because he wanted him to leave so he could destroy all of Earth. That's it? Yes. Just a bad guy. I feel like that that's not right. He's a bad evil guy. Okay. No one no one can prove us wrong until like three months later when it comes on demand. That this is another this is another little complaint I have. There was too much of the action scenes in the back half were humans versus humans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like human sized people. Yeah, that's not why we go see a movie about a giant robot alien. We watch it for huge sized people. Yeah, and then the second thing is, once we get through the cool kaiju at the very beginning, then all the enemies at the at the end of the movie, for the most part, are just humanoid. other. Just, yeah, they're humanoid. They're just like Ultramans. Yeah. Now there was a really cool part where he fights a giant space station, and it was giant. Like it was like four million feet. Yeah. Yeah, it looked, that was really, really awesome. It was really cool. And I, I really, here's the biggest thing. I, I enjoyed this movie. I'm glad that it got made. But am I more glad that they decided to make a sequel to Shin Godzilla that was Shin Ultraman instead of just making a Shin Godzilla sequel? That is where I'm a little bit upset. Yeah, I'd honestly, or, or something else, someone else, like King Ghidorah. You want a whole movie of King Ghidorah? He's a bad guy. Mothra. That I mean, sure. Shin Mothra. Yeah. I love Mothra. He's so cool. I don't have a problem with or it she. being about Ultraman. I'm just upset that it got made instead of Shin Godzilla because I'm pretty sure that the Shin Godzilla sequel actually got canceled. Really? Yes. I So it, it's hard to get a lot of news about what's happening in Toho that's in English. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm pretty sure that I saw that there is not going to be a Shin Godzilla sequel. Um. And I, I wonder how far into development they were because, and if that's why they had all these kaiju suits lying mm-hmm. around, and that's why they showed all that, they did that whole weird credit scene. Cause they're like, well, we already have this stuff. Let's just show it. Yeah. And then we'll make this the sequel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know if, I, I can understand that Shin Godzilla probably, it got great reviews, but I can understand that it probably maybe didn't do gangbusters in Japan because... You know, orig- the original Godzilla movie wasn't a very adult movie. 
scared people. People ran out of the movie theater. Um, and it was an allegory for, um, you know, the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah. Um, whereas the new movie was a, was kind of, um, I don't say parodying, but it was kind of an allegory more for the Fukushima uh, nuclear plant meltdown mm-hmm. and how all these government bureaucracies kind of caused it to be worse than it had to be because nobody was kind of owning up to it. Um, these are pretty heavy subjects, you know what I mean? Yeah. But since the original Godzilla, I think the sequel is called like Son of Godzilla. And then there's like after that, it's Godzilla versus Ultraman, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, God versus Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it goes from a very serious kind of at that time monster horror movies really where it started. Then it goes into like fun action movies. And by the time we get to the 60s and 70s, it's like fun action movies that are silly and for kids like of the Power Rangers kind of variety. You know yeah. what I mean? And then now we kind of veered back into fun action movie and then Shin Godzilla is not really in any of those camps. It's going right back to the original movie. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine it probably didn't do that well with teenagers for the most part. Like I'm really glad that you liked it. Yeah. But um, I remember whenever we watched it in New York with uh, with uh, our friends Mike and Kayla. I'm sure they want us to be talking about on them on this podcast. They do. They, um, they both seemed like they were kind of bored by it. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. And I can imagine that there would be people who were bored by it. I mean, honestly, I think I was probably maybe a bit too young for it. So I was just there for the kaiju. I don't think I got any of the, like, allegory or satire. Oh, like of all the government departments and whatever? Yeah. Um, That's too bad. But there's not a lot of, there's no other kaiju in it. There's only Godzilla. And Godzilla's not in it very much. Godzilla was cool, though. Yeah. But he wasn't in it very much. Yeah. So anyway, I understand the impulse to switch the Shin series to something that's going to be a little bit, not a little bit, a lot more kid-friendly, and Ultraman is still very popular. Mm -hmm. Did you know there's an Ultraman animated show on Netflix? It's been running for like three seasons? No. I was going to lie and say yes, but I didn't. Yeah, I kind of want to check it out. looks weird. (laughs) It looks weird. There's like five different Ultramans in the trailer. Well, then why don't you watch it? I just found out about it like two days ago. Two days ago? think so you found out about it the day we watched it what i just found out the animated show like two days ago i thought you'd known about it forever i feel like you've told me about it before no i did not i just found out about it okay whenever i showed that kid the trailer for it okay anyway um so yeah i can understand the pivot if they thought they were gonna make more money but it still bums me out if we're not if we don't get an actual sequel to shin godzilla which it really doesn't look like we're going to because I want to see that Godzilla from that movie fight other kaiju. That's that's more what I meant. I want to, I want to see him fight all of our favorite characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's like so Mothra. it's so upset that God of God and monsters so horribly bad. Yeah, preposterously bad. I'm just really happy that the other one was so awesome. King Kong versus Godzilla. Well, that one was really cool. Yeah, that one had some really good imagery in it. I I enjoyed that. But um, let's talk uh, really briefly. We only have like a minute left. Oh. But let's talk about the thing that we're really the saddest about um, that didn't get made. Instead, we got I love how this podcast is just about how sad we are that we had to get this movie and not another movie. Well, because it was a really well-made movie, but about a character that I don't know anything about or care about. 
And by the end of the movie, I love, I liked Ultraman, yeah. but I didn't need to hear every single thing about his origin story or whatever. I'm fine with him just being, you know what I mean? An alien. A big, giant alien guy who okay. fights kaiju. What's this brief thing that you want to talk about? I want to just say that the movie that got announced, they, they even released a spec trailer for it that was amazing, but got canceled also, was, is Gamera. What? Isn't that sad? It's not being made? No. As far as I know. There might be another one. It but was going to be made? Yeah, like seven years ago or something like that, they released a a trailer and it was to see what like to kind of gauge audience reaction mm-hmm. from like for a movie that wasn't made yet. And it kind of blew up certain parts of the internet at least. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, it never got made. So every couple of years I'll check in to see if the one's in production. But there's some kind of weird thing with the rights. Like I think at one point Gamera was owned by Toho, but then they didn't want it to compete with Godzilla. So then they sold it to somebody else and then somebody else owns part of the ride. I don't know. I can't remember how it works, but there's some kind of thing with it. That is unfortunate. Yeah. Pokemon named Gamera. How did you, how do you like, do you like the Gamera series? I haven't seen it in a long time. I just remember it being like really, really cool. Yeah. Like this guy is, he's like a, he's like Godzilla. I feel like he's like a nicer Godzilla. Like he's like he's an actual like Oh yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, so um Gamera what we what me and Solomon watched was a in the nineties they did like a dark, gritty trilogy of Gamera movies. That's why I thought we were getting with the Shin the Godzilla thing was gonna be a Shin Godzilla trilogy. Mm-hmm. And they're they were violent. Remember those like the kaijus when they stab each other and blood splurts out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're out of time. Sorry that we ended that Ultraman thing by talking about Gamera, but I really want to see one. So if you guys at Toho watch <laughs> listen to this podcast, then uh at least two people here in the States will go watch it. What are your final reviews? I will give Ultraman a let's see Seven out of ten. I'll give mine a six out of ten. Six. Six out of ten. Vague buttons that turn you into Ultraman that I don't remember what they're called. Vague buttons. Oof. I'm just gonna say seven out of ten. I don't even have energy to make up something else. Well, lazy bones. All right. Thanks for tuning in. That's our show. We'll see you next time. Adios, mimigo. Or hear you ne- hear you next time. Oh, so funny. Follow us on Instagram at the Kid in the Pick and on RogueMediaNetwork.com. Till next time. This has been a Rogue Media podcast.